three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Hello and welcome everyone to Truth, Beer, and Podsequences. So this is the podcast where my co-host and I listen to all the Cincinnati-based craft beer podcasts, talking so fast, from the previous (laughs) week. And then we get together at a podcast host. Today we are back at Higher Gravity Summit Park. Thank you for being such gracious podcast hosts. Now, we hope when we give our version of the truth of those podcasts, we hope there aren't too many consequences from the host of the other podcast we're on what week three now yeah we're doing pretty well without uh any consequences mm-hmm. so yeah good good on us or maybe we're just not doing it right that's true we might <laughs> not be, be doing it right we could, might could be one of the try other. harder yeah. i don't know could be yeah. one of the other uh my name is marco i am a taproom manager here locally uh i also used to bruise the beers uh and uh that voice you heard that voice belongs to the best co-host in Podcastlandia. I am Julia, and yes, I, I am the best co-host in Podcastlandia. I am the top YouTube short video guest for other Cincinnati craft beer mm-hmm. podcasts. And I mean, what can I say? I'm just, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty damn great. Yeah, <laughs> I agree completely. <laughs> and it, also, thank you to everybody out there. If you've been listening with, uh, to us for uh, a while, I truly appreciate your listenership. If you're new. Stick with us. Listen to the one before. Listen to the next one that comes out. You'll you'll get it. Believe me, you will. And if not, at least we get a few clicks from you. Um, and thank you to all of you listening, whether it be for a long time or for the first time, for making us the number one craft beer podcast that talks about Cincinnati craft beer podcasts. So it's good to be number one. It's true. And I want to give a special shout out to Greg and his wife. Yeah. Longtime listeners. And I got the chance to meet them on Saturday. Absolutely wonderful, wonderful, amazing people. I had such a good time when I got to Humble Monk where his wife was had a pop-up for her boutique. And I'm going to absolutely shout them out. The Secret Sister Boutique, which the story behind the name is absolutely amazing. The, uh, it's like high-end, like thrift items, but my, I mean, Josh and I found some great presents that we're going to give for ridiculously reasonable prices. That's so awesome. if you, uh, I believe they are in, um, I just completely blanked and that's Is terrible. It downtown? It, 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 it technically kind of downtown. Um, I believe it's in the Burlington, Kentucky area. Never I am, I am a Batavia and I'm like, this? that's nowhere. Northern Kentucky. Just say Northern okay. Kentucky. So somewhere okay. that you would have no idea where it is. Uh, but if you ever see them, definitely check out Secret Sister Boutique. They are at Secret Sister Boutique on YouTube, or not YouTube, Instagram and Facebook. Um, but they are wonderful, wonderful people. Thank you for listening to our show and for submitting calendar events happening at some of the local breweries that we didn't know about. We are here for all of our listeners. And so if there is anything that we can do better let us know, and we are more than happy to uh Yeah, and we'll give you all that information help. on how to let us know uh, at the end of the pod. True that. You know what, Marco? What's this, that, Julia? This is a craft beer podcast. It is. It would not be a good craft beer podcast. It would not be the number one craft beer podcast about craft beer podcasts right. if we weren't drinking craft beer. Yeah. So your glass is actually about half empty, so we may have to get you a refill before we even get started. What are you currently drinking? I am drinking Rattaburger Pills. Not Rathouse Pills, but a different one. Right, a different Pilsner. All right. From Germany. Which, you know, tracks. Yeah. Yeah, very well. Very nice. 
And I'm going to have Masshead Brewing's Single Origin Coffee Stout, the espresso variant. Okay. I've had the non-espresso one say, before, had, and, uh, mm-hmm, yeah. but not the espresso. So I saw that they had a can of this in the cooler and went, yes, that is for me. Have you ever had an espresso machine? Mm-mm. No? I've watched them be used, but I've never messed with one on my own. Rachel and I had they one. They seem a little intimidating. Also as a wedding gift. But before Ooh, us good. having one as a wedding gift, I was at friend of mine's best friend gr- uh, growing up went to his house he's like you want a cup of coffee he's like yeah man I'll, I'll take a cup of coffee and he gives me this like little oh yeah just like tiny a shot yeah, cup. yeah i'm like this shit is this i'm like i'm an adult man give me a full <laughs> he's like just drink it and um first time i'd ever had espresso yeah about 10 minutes later i thought my heart was gonna pop out of my chest there you go so did you ever do it again oh yeah yeah well, you know gotta Build up that tolerance. Yeah, exactly. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Uh, well, it is bumping here at yeah, Higher Gravity Summit Park. It is incredibly full. It's a beautiful day outside. They all must have known we were going to be here. They wanted to be part of the experience. Yeah. And we appreciate them for giving us some fantastic background noise so it doesn't sound like we are recording in the back of a empty closet or something. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, podcasts. Anywell. We yeah. Have, we have two. Yes, we do. We have two two podcasts we have the cincinnati brewcast yeah we cheers when we mispronounce that julia's taking a big big swig right there probably a two ounce gulp if i had to i i I would believe that that was if not uh if not too just shy of and mark just did his and then we also have i don't know if i want to call it shift beers because boy oh boy that episode was something else that was fun it was a lot of fun it was a lot of fun Hell of a lot of fun. Uh, what do you say we wrap up with that one? Because, yeah. you know, They went on traditions. a lot of mm. rancid rabbit Rinc- holes. Absolutely, they did. Uh, let's see. But Cincy Brewcast, Season 3, Episode 38, When a Brewery Closes for Good. Uh, this was with Jason Cerniak from Queen City Brewing Company of Cincinnati in the greater Cincinnati area of Queen City and Blue Ash. And it was kind of a weird episode to listen to. It was. Um, if, if people don't know, if they're not familiar, uh, Queen City Brewing closed in 2019. They were open about three years, three, four years. I, I, I believe they said they opened in 2016. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was the place that the Bruce Travelers Outcast podcast crew met up and mm-hmm. decided to do a show. Uh, so it, it you know kind of birthed a lot of friendships, a lot of of, you know, external conversations with, with other brewers, other people in the industry. And, I don't know, it's, it's a shame that they are no longer here, but Gnome finally got the chance to sit down with Jason and just discuss kind of what happens when a brewery closes, mm-hmm. or at least Jason's experience with that. Uh, they guerrilla-style recorded. They showed up at a brewery and just set up their shit, which is kind of what we do. I mean, we didn't necessarily ask anyone if we could just record there. We just were like, yeah, you know, there's an open table. Let's just see if they kick us out. So I can, I can understand. When we go that, to breweries, you know, the the one, two times ish well, that we did it. That's our truth, I guess. That's our truth. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we break the rules, and you can just deal with it. <laughs> or we say we break the rules, we and you say can, we break the rules. You know, we we do whatever. Maybe emails were sent in advance. Who knows? Uh, yeah. Know, we, we try to be considerate, uh, you know, surprise guests. I have no idea. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. Moving on. 
Uh, kind of like I said before, it was kind of weird at first listening because a lot of the conversation started with what was the original vision for the brewery? Where did you guys want to go? What did you want to do? You know, uh, how did you decide that you wanted to be more of a nano brewery versus like a larger brewery, a larger tap room? Which, you know, as we know from plenty of these episodes, money tends to be the driving factor for how big of a place you can hold in. A lot of decisions. Yeah, a lot of decisions. Uh, and then some of the things that I didn't know about, um, some of the other plans for that building that they were in that Jason and some of the other co-owners wanted to do with the space that just never ended up happening. They talked about what went wrong what happened that led to Queen City Brewing closing their doors. And, and like I said, it was it was kind of bittersweet to listen to because it's sad that they closed, but the perspective it gave Jason about just kind of life as a whole or, right. or you know, his, uh, his career path as a whole, all of that was, it was inspiring enough and, and uplifting. You know, it wasn't like a, a complete downer of an episode, but it was, I don't know, it was, it, it was weird to listen to. That's, that's kind of the best descriptor that I, that I have for it. I think it was good, too, that, you know, when, when something like that happens, you want to get, you want to get the information firsthand as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. And I think that now, albeit three years later, Maybe it could have been two years. Maybe it could have been a year and a half. But nonetheless, that distance probably, as you said, gave a lot of insight and perspective. And he was able to talk about it in a way where it wasn't so new and fresh. And maybe, you know, quite possibly, and I'm not going to speak for him, but quite possibly could have been, you know, a very strange, awkward, weird, or jaded conversation. You know, it was, it the was, answers could have been different. Yeah, yeah the answers yeah. could have been different. Absolutely. So I think the the benefit of the of the time and, and, and the distance from that um, helped because mm-hmm. um, I, I think it, many times somebody says um, to, just to use a, another another format, right? So a uh, a sports figure does something is something that's you know not socially great mm-hmm. sure. and they come out immediately and they do the apology tour but then when they're retired two three years later five years later they talk about it in a different way mm-hmm. we didn't need that necessarily that that initial sort of thing sure yeah. although he did put out a facebook post right. initially. oh yeah 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 i mean they weren't and you know they not- weren't interviewed Right after Well, and also they weren't, they didn't do what some other places, not that there have been a ton of closings in the area, which I'm very grateful for, but there have been a few places. And some places were more forthcoming with information about, hey, this is happening, or kind of a "Eh, surprise, we had to close our doors, but we're letting you know ASAP versus, you know, not really saying much and no one really knows what's going on. So I am glad that they did let people know kind of right away uh, and that's all that I ever really asked for I know that we talked in the past about you know another another place to where I said that I know and I understand that I'm not owed an explanation for anything right but at the same time as a consumer as a fan as a patron of an establishment part of me does have that selfish well I kind of feel like I should have gotten something 
I don't need the whole story. I don't need all the details. I don't need, you know, the, you know, the, the back office gossip about what's going on, but at least just say, hey, we appreciated you being here and, you know, we're sorry, but we're going to have to do X, Y, or Z. Not what Queen City did. Like, like you said, they put out a post, they let people know. And I feel like that's kind of a common courtesy that I really appreciate. But on that flip side, I can't begin to imagine how hard that kind of a post or that kind of a statement is to make. And they don't owe, and I'm using me in kind of the global terms, they don't owe me any explanation, anything at all. So it is that weird balance that that he did talk about a bit in this you know in the interview you know why we you know what we wanted to let people know and we just didn't want to leave people hanging and and wondering what if or why uh we're gonna try very hard to make our recap of this podcast not as long as the podcast true that i think we're gonna do okay yeah i think we're gonna do okay um they had a neat part of the conversation where they talked about and again it, it was weird hearing them talk about the tap room and what they would have done with it or what they could have changed when it's not a thing anymore um but they talked about how whenever you add something to your space it does end up changing the personality of that space be it adding spirits or being it you know adding seltzers or ciders or non-alcoholic offerings or whatever whenever you you want to cater to your customers as much as possible but at the same time how much do you do before that starts to change who you are what your space feels like and that was pretty cool i really i really like that insight to something that happens all the time with breweries all over cincinnati and i don't know maybe that that kind of morphosis into, into like a different personality, a different type of space is slow enough that you don't really pick up on it half the time. It doesn't, you know, hit you over the head with, you know, a, an exercise bat or something like that. I, it's a good conversation. And I think sometimes it can be where the public can almost sense uh, where a brewery, a business organization is just starting to like grasp at straws, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? You start, you start to see, you start to see social media posts about coming out and supporting. You start to see social media posts about buying gift cards. You start to see, you know, pleas about, mm-hmm. you know, um, life's dream and mm-hmm. the amount that they put into it. And, sure. You know, you, you might see all of a sudden, like, just that old expression where it's like you just throw spaghetti at the wall and see what sticks. Right, right. You know, rather than everything seeming like a very calculated, precise, well-thought-out move. Right. The cracks are starting to show in the foundation. And, well, what do we spackle it with? What can we right. try to fill fill that with? Yeah. Right. And, and I'm not saying any of those things about uh, Queen City. Uh, no. Brewing, but but to that to the to bring it back to the point that you were discussing that he was this that he was discussing. You decide that you are going to be the type of place that you that you want to be, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you might feel or see how things start to very quickly start to start to change. And then the next thing you know, it's like, hey, we've got to say goodbye. Mm-hmm. 
Whereas I think if you took all of those ideas that you thought were going to work at the very end and you couldn't do them, you didn't have the enough runway mm -hmm. to let them work, well, then you should have decided that at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you, well, you I mean, but sometimes you, you don't know. You know, I mean, sometimes you're like, what we have to start off with is fantastic, and it's great, and it is. And then as the times change, as kind of culture, you know, beer culture changes, as what, you know, trends come in and out, you start going, well, I don't know, maybe we could do this because we're seeing people go this direction where we're staying true to ourselves and staying the opposite direction. Well, do we need to shift even slightly do we need to try to do something that these other places are just to bring people in but then that all ties back into whenever you do that your brand your space your your personality starts to change slightly and they it sounded like they just weren't willing to I say weren't willing they wanted to stay true to who they were and I don't know if I don't know if that was the nail in the coffin, or it didn't sound like it was at all. But I don't know. I just think that I don't know. I, I, like you say, I don't want to put any words in anyone's mouth about it. It was a really good discussion. It was, and it ended up being much, like I said at the beginning, much less of a kind of weird. Hey, let's dissect, you know, this, you know, the the dissolving of this thing that you and 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 the people you work with put your heart and souls into and more into that introspective reflection and, you know, if I ever did it again, and, you know, he did discuss if he would ever do it again, and what what strengths that Jason felt that Queen City had that would absolutely translate into the next thing should there be a next thing. Yeah. yeah. And, that, and so I think that's one thing that I want anybody listening to us to take away is that when you go and listen yes it's a it's an account of from the brewer's perspective one of the owner's perspectives of, of you know how they got to be open what happened while they were open and then when they closed but there is a little bit it seems like a little more than a spark. Oh, absolutely. It seems like absolutely. there's, there's conversations like yeah. that are happening that even, even Jason and his wife mm -hmm. are, are talking about, you know what, it's, we're, it mm -hmm. looks like a leap is going to be taken. I hope so. I hope so. A couple other notes that I had on this episode. Uh, the gnome asked Jason, "What what is the Cincinnati craft beer community missing still, or you know what are they missing? What what you know is just no longer present that used to be in the forefront?" And I mean, Jason said he wants the milkshake IPA craze to come back. He was he was pretty strong on that. That's not something that I remember Queen City Brewing having many. I feel bad. I only was able to make it there once, but I don't recall them having any milkshake IPAs. But he said I don't that recall is either. Something. I've been there a few times. I okay. don't recall okay. milkshake IPAs, but that's one big thing with him. Uh, they also talked about if Jason ever brews again, either homebrew or commercially, the name of his first, I guess, you know, the not, I would not say the first, the name of his next beer, which I don't think is something you would be able to drink based on the name alone. Probably not. Lactic Smacks. Yeah. Yeah, I just smacked into the mic on that one, so fitting. Uh, let's see. 
Too much lactose. <laughs> I had some lactose, lactose there. Kid, yeah, it, it got me. It got me. Uh, and let's see, two other notes that I had here. Uh, apparently, being fifty or even close to age fifty Old. is absolutely ancient. Ancient to Gnome and Jason. It's ancient. like, come on, really? Yeah. We're gonna resemble those those remarks one day. Uh, I am Sooner not, not long. Yeah. 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 Ancient. Uh, uh, and the and the last note that I have, which we'll see if this is your last note as well, because as we know, our notes are exactly our notes the same. are usually the same. Yeah. The main takeaway of this episode is don't listen to anyone and just be who you are. Yep, that's how they pretty much wrap it up. Mm-hmm. And it was a great conversation about that, both of them talking about parenthood and all that. Yep. So yeah, don't listen to anyone. Be who you are. Yep. I like it. I mean, it, it there are some limitations, great, well, right? And uh, they cover some of those things, right? Well, right. You know, yeah, it was very yeah. upfront about, you know, the, the talking to his child and saying, you can be whatever you want to be or, or being told you can do whatever you want to mm-hmm. do. And he's like, well, I can't be a fighter pl- pilot. I wear I work glasses. Know, glasses. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and, yeah. and, and you know, it's just some, some things And you're never going to be a cheese connoisseur because your body will kill you. Lactose Can't do it. <laughs> can't do it. It it was. It it started off as kind of. I went into it to watching. I went into listening to this episode with a bit of hesitation because, again, I didn't know what the vibe of the episode was going to be. It's not what you think it's going to be. It is a great listen, so definitely be sure to check this out. Get some insight on just at least from one particular, you know, owner, former owner, however you want to kind of wrap that around on how. How, how one particular dream can go from, from start to close. And I liked it. I appreciated it. I did as well. It was, it was a good conversation. Anything else on the Cincinnati Brewcast? Ah, uh, Cincinnati Brewcast. Okay, we'll we say that. We cheers. Let's do this. You go ahead, Julia. Put the lactose in there to help. Yes. With the call. To help clear the... Yeah, so great. So great. Well... This lactose-free drink that I'm drinking... Yeah? Delicious. But you know what? If you get something, if you get a dry spot in your throat, there's no lactose to help. Yeah, I know. Wash it away. Yeah, I know. So it's we fine. got we got to hope. Yeah, I'll just deal with it. Yeah. All right. Like a man. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. All right. Let's take a break so you can get another beer, and then uh, we're going to talk about the Chris and Josh show. We'll be right back. We have made it back. back. All right, and we have one more podcast to cover if we are good. This may be a reasonably timed episode. It may not be five hours for two podcasts. Yeah. All right. We try. Let's, uh, do we though? No. No, no. We have fun. Yeah. That's what, that's what we do. Yep. Uh, Shift Beers episode 113. This is Chris and Josh. I tried to get the timing right. Hopefully they appreciate it. If you couldn't hear that, that was Team Rocket. Uh, Chris and Josh are blasting off again. This was a two-man circus show. Yeah. Just, just just Chris and Josh, and holy shit, it was exactly what you would expect. Yes, it, it from was. the two of them. Yes, it was. <laughs> uh, they um, gosh, I, it's it's one of those. Where do you even begin with this episode? It was fun. It was so much fun to listen to. It was also super long. Yeah. To listen to, which we'll kind of cover near near the end of of the recap exactly how long it is compared to some of their other episodes. Yes, I went back and looked. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had some drunk line calls. Yes. One of which included a birthday wish for Josh, which was super awesome. Yes. They weren't entirely sure who it was. 
And then Josh called the drunk line himself. Yes. Can you call your own drunk line? Absolutely. Okay, as long as you're drunk enough? He did it. He did. He, he absolutely did. Can you do it? Yeah, he did it. It was more of a rhetorical question and not like, are you actually capable uh, of doing rhetorical. it? It was more of a, when it's your... What is your thing that you want other people to participate in? Do you do it yourself? Which, it's fine. It's like if you're a brewer and you go in and check in and rate your own beers. Right, right. Like, do you, like... <laughs> I never did that, by you, the way. But, but, you know, you could. It's not, there's nothing it's saying like, you can't. Oh, there, who gave this a five? There, oh, it was oh, me. Oh, the brewer. <laughs> I think my beer's phenomenal. So, right. right. It's kind of like, <laughs> man, we had... We had the best drunk line call of all time. This was the absolute best. And I'm going to let you finish, Marker, with your call. But I'm telling you, this drunk line call was absolutely phenomenal. It's me. And you're like, yeah. what? It's, it's him. Really? Yeah, you had the best huh? one. That's fine. Yeah, you had the best one. Yeah, there you go. One of the weird things that random thought that popped into my head while I was listening to this episode that I actually wrote down in the, like, the side of my notebook. Josh talked a little bit about NASCAR. In, yeah. uh, in part of his drinking segment, which was 25 minutes long, by the way. Yeah. Timed it. Two people. I wonder if Josh listens to the, or listens to, I don't, senses mean nothing. You listen, you watch, you whatever, I don't know. Does Josh watch the Drive to Survive series on Netflix? I don't know. He strikes me more of a NASCAR guy oh, than, sure, a, sure. than a uh, Formula One guy. But question still remains. Yeah. Does he watch? Josh, let me know. Add us at Truth Beer Pod. Yeah, or, <laughs> or email us. <laughs> or complain about us. Ed. Or show up here one Tuesday and let's all have a drink together. All right, let's see. What else? Uh, before they got too into the weeds, they talked about the new Sam Adams Boston Lager and the new Fat Tire. Not a ton, but just how they really wish that they could have compared the two yeah which i think you can probably still find the old boston old, lager yeah well there's and like if, six right, of like, them i know the I, i'm, right I'm looking at them right there and the old fat tire they're always talking about how like at certain places that they buy their beer the beer is super old and like dusty and they don't swap it out i mean i'm sure you can find some original fat tire there might not be the best however for comparison's sake right might not be the best but it's probably there yeah. if you look I don't even know what to say about uh, Josh's drinking segment, other than you just have to listen. It was his birthday shenanigans. It was and a, yeah, the birthday shenanigan to drinking. It was holy crap. Although, because of that, I do think we may have a new shift beer segment that's going to start to repeat. Hopefully, the what grinds Josh's gears segment. Ah uh, yes, the grinds his gears segment. Yes, because there are a lot of things. That once he gets on a roll, that grind his gears. Yep. Yes. Including domain names and websites and... Spectrum. NASCAR and Spectrum and good freaking Lord. It could be its own show in and of itself, really. Yeah. You know, like 20 minutes of just... He wants to do another podcast. He could do another podcast. He could. He could. What grinds my gears. Yep. And you know what he should do? He should end the what grinds his gears with a twisted T-tip. You know what I do to, to kind of wind, you know, like yeah. what, what's, what's something you can do to wind down from, from having your gears ground day in and day That's out? That's right. Here's my twisted T-tip. Do, do or don't do this, this specific thing. You never know. Could be good. You never know. Thank you. Uh, then it switched over to Chris and his drinking. 
five minutes. Five minutes. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Uh, most of it was about him getting super fancy with martinis. <laughs> yeah. Which, uh, which Josh disagreed with. But, uh, yeah, he was uh, putting on the Ritz a little bit. Yeah. It seemed like. You ever had one of those? I have not. We're going to tell the audience what it is or no? Sure. Go. I mean, I. Just a dirty like, martini. Yeah, yeah. 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 I have not. I have not either. I'm not an olive person, and I know that it doesn't, I'm sure it doesn't taste like olives, but. No. <laughs> Don't look at me like flavor. that. It's like, right, but yeah. I mean, vodka, by definition, you look it up, it's an odorless, yeah. tasteless spirit. Uh-oh. No, I just, I love watching people do U-turns here because, man, they just get so close. Oh, yeah. To the cars on the opposite side. So it's side. the, it's the, the olive juice. The juice mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, gives it the flavor. Gives it the dirty. It's got the juice. It's got the juice. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, let's see. And and they were right. It is Verge Brewing that is hopefully coming to the west side. They were dead set that, no, that's not the name of the brewery. It right. is. They, they did great. Josh was right. It sounds weird to say Josh was right. Huh. Holy shit. Josh was right? Yeah. Now Josh that, now that was I, right. Now that I say that out loud... Oh my God! I wish I would. Yeah, I wish I had a better sound effect for that, other than you know you. Um. <laughs> no, you sounded beautiful. That's I, it's me saying that. Some people, really, some people did complain a little bit about some of the things uh, that I do. Yeah, but, or but some realized, of the friends that I have. But I realized when I said that it sounded really insulting, and I meant it as a joke and not as anything. Yeah, it's mean. fine. It's okay, fine. as long as we're good. Yeah. Uh, the main topic. Mix packs. They both house like five mix packs <laughs> during this episode. God. I, oh God, I hope everyone was was safe, and and good. And well, I've seen them all after. Yeah, I yo, mean, this is true. S- this since. is true. So I've seen them since. They're still alive, mostly. And I say all. I've seen both of them seen since. Both of them, yes, yes. Uh, let's see. The two mix packs that they had were the Toppling Goliath and the Voodoo Brewing mix pack, which they, was it the Hoodoo that they're like, oh, this IP is just not good. It's not very great. It was because the, that was on it, tap It was here. the one on tap here. Right. And that's what I'm saying. I'm like, well, I had that here. It like, was the fresh. Voodoo. Yeah. 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 Well, it was Hoodoo, hoodoo. right? Yeah. Hoodoo, hoodoo by, by voodoo. voodoo. Yes. Not confusing at all. Fresh on draft. Absolutely delicious. It was good. I really enjoyed it. it so, uh, I again trying to like keep everything straight with all of their. That was the gusher, wasn't it? No, that was the brown ale, which is <laughs> that sounds disgustingly terrible. fitting for uh, <laughs> for that. We want to crack crack open a gusher of brown ale. Yeah, those led to uh, interesting conversations because they were looking for dates on the mix packs. Like when was this? You know, when was this canned? Or like the individual. You know, what a pain in the ass. Oh Every God, can in that wrong. pack could be dated, but they don't date the pack. Right. Well, because it sounded like some of the cans had different dates on them. Like this they, one was, you yes, know what I mean? They so do. it's like, so what does it, what, what would a brewery do? Do they pick the earliest can date so that the oldest, it's, it's listed as being the oldest according to the oldest beer in the pack? Or do they try to do a best buy date and hope for the best with however old the actual beers within the pack are if they weren't all canned on the same date. If it's a vari- if it's a mixed pack, yeah. I would think that somebody would need to I mean I, Okay, I get. Everybody goes up to grab their pack of beer, mm-hmm. right? 
and you assume all those beers were, were canned on the same day. Sure, which isn't always the case, right? May not right. always be the case. Like for small breweries, obviously, that's probably the case. It's probably a one run, yeah. yeah, yeah. Probably one run, probably do that. But for all these variety packs, I mean, you got to think there's different days on it. Right, right. Even if it's different by one day each, sure. right. you got to think there's still, different days. Right, absolutely. So uh, I, I don't love the best buy date. Mm-hmm. Still there. Again, same problem you have by putting on, say, the oldest date in the pack. Right. Right. Is right. It, you may have three other beers that are each a month week, apart. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Each yeah. each a month apart. But at least give us something to go by. Right. Yeah. So, do, would you have a preference of mix packs for the exact reasons you just spelled out? Would you rather have the date on a mix pack where? Four, three, four beers. Each of those beers could have been canned in completely separate months out of the year. Hopefully fairly close together, but would you prefer to have a best buy date or to see the date of the oldest beer in that pack? Like, is there one that I'd rather see the date of the oldest beer in the pack. I think I would, too. I think I would, too. Because a best buy date... I mean, you got to think you're just you're just working backwards by six. True. Right, because most 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 of them are going to have a six month Best Buy. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that's fair. If you put if you put a Best Buy on there of December, then you got to figure it was packaged around Mm -hmm. June. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of on that same topic of of Best Buy dates, another thing that they another of the rancid rabbit holes that they went down is who should eat the cost of an out-of-code beer. When it's past that, that you know, freshness date, that, that expiration date, should that be the brewery? Should it be, you know, the bottle shop or the store? Should it be the distributor that brought it in? Like, how should that, where should where should that cost recuperation? I don't know if that's correct at all, but where should that come from? And I'm not necessarily asking, asking, but just kind of throwing it out as they talked about it, so. And I don't know, part of me thinks that and I'm not going to spoil it for people that want to listen to the episode, but I think that their idea on how that should be kind of reshuffled makes sense. But if it's already out of code, well, I mean, why pass a shelf turd on to someone else, regardless of if that other place is going to sell it, if it's already out of code? The way I understood the way they were talking about it Mm -hmm. was not to take out of code beer and send it to someplace that would sell it. It's Mm. to go back to a place that it's not moving as well and to shuffle it before it's out of code. Gotcha. Okay. So I, so when I was listening, I was interpreting it. My thought process was different than yours. Okay. Right. That makes sense. That makes sense. So they, someplace bought something, you know, let's say 10 cases deep of something. Sure. Rep goes around three weeks later. They have nine cases still of that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They should probably think about taking you know, five, six, seven of those cases and, re- and, and shuffling them someplace else yeah, where they, they they already sold through their initial shipment. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. I don't know the legalities on taking alcohol that's paid for and essentially housed at a location. And moving it to another And then location. taking it back. I'm sh- you you absolutely you absolutely have to put it in your possession as a distributor, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, right. But I don't know the legality in selling that to Back somebody to, else. Right. Now, it's not making money twice because you would give the 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 establishment 
that bought it first a credit for that product. Right. So you're not getting paid twice for it. Right. But I, I don't know the legalities still, of that. Yeah. Yeah. If any of you do, let us know because that's that'd be kind of interesting to know. I'm Michael from Medina. Yeah. Let us let us know. Should have him on the show soon. We really should. We really need to circle back and have several people on the show because mm-hmm. man, I like having people on the show. It's fun. CD players and vehicles. Yeah. Does your you have I think your car's newer year wise than mine is. Mine's a twenty thirteen. Yours uh, is I think it's a twenty twenty. Okay. Does it have a twenty twenty one? No. Okay. No. Uh, don't 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 look at me and like that. that. Wasn't, that was I didn't <laughs> even I didn't even bring that jerk over here and say that. Is he here? Don't I? I'm not. I'm afraid to like look over to the to my left because I'm afraid he's gonna see me looking and then he's gonna come over here and talk into our mic. He's not, but I think somebody else. Oh God, is here. Okay, that. so so my my 2013 vehicle does have a CD player. Your 2019, 2020, 2021 something you don't know. You're much more. You're much. No, it doesn't. Newer does not. It does not. Yeah, that, well, that's what I'm saying. No. But okay, okay. Yeah, it it does not. All right. Now, so, I didn't go and have a wish list of features that I wanted it to have. Your, other wait, your than, wish list was it runs. Yeah, new <laughs> runs, runs fits in this uh, fits in this monthly price range, Pricing, which yeah. I did not give them up front. Good. When I went to buy the good. car, yeah, I did not say, know. "Yeah, I'm good to spend this." I'm like, no, I only this. this anyways, I'm Let not. Let me look at some things is, and see what this I This is like not the no. the truth beer and car buying <laughs> pod. <laughs> but anyways, it could be. but uh, but no, it doesn't. It doesn't have that. Okay. Um, so people let us know, uh, add us at social media. What year is your car, and does it have a CD player or not? Because I'm I'm kind of curious because I feel like I don't think I, don't I think know. my wife's car is a 2018, and I don't think it has a CD okay. player. Okay. We could call Rachel and ask her. Yeah, we could. No, it's no, not, not uh, gonna not gonna do that. Well, I mean, it would be the same trope as uh Yeah. It it'd be funny, but well, it'd be funny to us. Would right. Rachel find it as amusing? Probably not. Did you make her listen to Shift Beers? No. Okay. Just checking. Never no. know. No, she doesn't. She doesn't, listen to sh- she doesn't listen to Shift Beers. Okay. That I'm aware That's of. That's fair. Okay. Maybe she does. Maybe she's secretly Maybe she one does. of their Patreon subscribers. Could be. You never know. You never know. Thank you. Uh, they made multiple phone calls once they were like seven or eight mixed packs deep. Oh, God. Oh, my goodness. That was... I mean, we... You already know about one of them. And I'm, yeah. saying, I'm saying you as in the listeners. You guys already know about one because our episode... Our last episode came out before their most recent episode. Right. But holy cow, that was so much fun. Those were fun. Those were a lot of fun. An absolute <laughs> blast to listen to. Uh, we actually only have, well, I only have a couple more notes on this episode. We're doing good for a two-podcast yeah. recap show. We're, we're doing great. Um, the last 36 minutes of the episode, absolutely amazing. Everything that you would expect from the Josh and Chris show and more. Is the location they recorded at haunted? Mm-hmm. I kind of think it could be. I can tell you. Yeah? But I won't spoil it. Oh, okay. 
Maybe that'll be part of our post-production meeting. Possibly. Okay, maybe. Maybe. All right, or just leave me in the dark, and I'll have to find out for myself one day. Okay. All right. Uh, was this the longest Shift Beers episode ever? I know the answer. Yes. But I'm not going to spoil it. I'm um, going to let you tell. If you want to okay, tell, okay. I'll let you tell. Uh, I think... Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna give and and again, this is gonna be like the dumbest multiple choice co- question in the world because anyone can just look this up, you know what I mean? But I'm gonna give three of the longest shift beers episodes that they had, and people can just either look it up to see which one's the longest or just go, oh wow, really that one? Okay, that was one of their. You know what I mean? Since this is like, in print, then they can actually yes. look it up. Yeah, you just scroll through your there will not be, feed and see I will not bring the, the D. Time. You can just go A, B, and C. A, B, C. <laughs> I'm going to leave that comment where it lies. All right, so out of the three longest... You know where the D is. I, <laughs> out of the three longest shift beers episodes ever, was the longest episode, this episode, episode 113, Chris and Josh are blasting off again. Was it episode 75 with the Craft Parenting Podcast, or was it episode 48 where they recorded live at BC's Montgomery? The answer may surprise you. They recorded live at BC's? I don't think they did, like, a live show, but the episode was titled Live at BC's. So I think that's when they recorded there with Brian and Kenny and... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember that. I remember that one. Holy crap. Yeah, yeah. yeah. of course you remember it. There were like seven guests or something Oh my God, there were like 13. Yeah. Yeah, you try to forget that episode, but then you're reminded of it because I brought it up and you're like, oh God, that one. Yeah. Oh, the last thing we have for this episode. Yeah. It was a good place. I ran into Brian this weekend. Yeah, how's he doing? How's he doing all right? Good. Good, good. Glad to hear that. Do we want to go over the burp count? Well, of course we do. Yeah. All right. So for... Of course we do. For the, However... Yes. Somebody here. Mm-mm. Somebody here Mm-mm. has a little bit... Oh, no. Somebody here has an issue. I... Come on. We do, this every, we do this every week. Why do you have an issue now? What? Somebody has an issue. No. Well, so it got back to them because they they Come listened. Come on, fine. They listened. Fine, fine. We do we do tend to say if you want if you want to say something, we'll put a microphone in front of you. So go ahead. Hello. Oh, fuck. This is Morgan Freeman. Oh. I listen to Shift Beers talk <laughs> and slam my buddy Marco over the way that he does impersonate my very own voice. And they played a professional, somebody who's paid to sound just like me. That guy was paid. Well, he he's ten ninety nine. So, okay. but Mark doesn't even make an income at his podcast. <laughs> he's put more money into this podcast than the U.S. put in to put up and take down a wall. <laughs> So get off of it, shift beers. <laughs> Catch these hands. Oh, Jesus! <laughs> I'm dying. I need more lactose. I'm going to die. <coughs> oh, my God. Thanks, Morgan. Wow. Jesus. Um, I didn't know. If he, I, like, he came out. Look, behind I the know. column like, right here. He's like, I didn't even think he could fit back like, there. No one can fit well. No. No. 
at first he pitched me an idea where he just wanted to um, like talk song lyrics. I'm like, get out of here with that no. shit. We're trying to make it a short no. episode today. No. And he's like, well, can I do? And I was like, can no, you? you can't no, you can't do anything. You can't do anything. No. No. Well, but then he said he had an issue with the episode that we just recapped. So we're like, fine, it fits. Yeah, it, it fits does fit. the recap. It did fit. Thanks, Morgan. Jackass. We're going to bring you back, though, for the Utopia stuff, all right? Yeah, yeah, we need you for that. Maybe this is the year we get some Utopias. <laughs> Come on. Oh. Good luck. Okay. Thanks for the help, buddy. All right. All right. I swear to God. And then they Why talked about Pokemon and shit. Day or something. Yeah, a lot. Yeah. Pokemon. Anyway. Pokemon. And they were drunk talking about Pokemon. Oh, my God. It was incredible. <laughs> Seriously. And it's to kill you. It's like, no, yes. it doesn't kill you. It just, it it just faints. You. It just faints. I'm like, first of all. Mm-hmm. I mean, who doesn't know this stuff already? Come on. I don't know any of this because I am an adult, damn it. <laughs> so and I was an adult when Pokemon started. Probably not wrong. So. <laughs> so. Nah. Dude, cheers to all of us ancient people. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, ancient. <laughs> some, some lactose. You all right? Oh, my God. Almost had to replace the, uh, the cover on the mic. All right. All right. The burp count for this episode because, for fuck's sake, we're almost at Let's an go. hour. And we're, Let's go. I don't know how we do this. In this episode of Shift Beers, episode 113, Chris and Josh are blasting off again. Two people, 37 hours of content, 59 burps, which is 118 ounces of your favorite liquid, okay. which is 7.375 pints. Okay. So not bad. Not bad. Not bad. I mean, just, just two, two people. people. Yeah. I mean, you had you had a little bit longer of a time frame, but Jesus, did you still, ever? I mean, pretty good. Yeah. Pretty not, good. Not bad at all. Congrats to you too. Marco, is there anything else before we wrap this episode up? Well, Don't. You, you just closed no. our notes. Oh, yeah, I did. So I think they, they think, think that's it. <laughs> yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> All right. You were worried that Frank was going to come I, out here. No, I was worried about the other guy when I said, do you have anything oh. else? Which I haven't seen him yet. Yeah. Hopefully it's yeah, the other way. way. The yeah. other guy. The other one. Well, if you made it this far into this episode that we thought was going to be a shorter episode, but then you went, I know these two jackasses, it's not going to be a short episode. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We really appreciate your listenership, as Marcus said in the beginning of the episode. If you would like to show us how much you appreciate what we do, the content that we make, first and foremost, listen to all these other podcasts that we talk about, because without them making content, we don't have any content to talk about. We'll have to come up with That's a right. whole new idea for the podcast, and we ain't got time for that. No. Uh, or you can do things like like, subscribe, review, share, follow, give us five stars, give us reviews on all the podcasting platforms, tell your friends, your dog walk your you know your parole officer and tell everyone about mm-hmm. our show mm-hmm. follow us on social media we are at truthbeerpod everywhere send us an email truthbeerpod at gmail.com go to our website which is believe it or not truthbeerpod.com and we own that we own that one okay yes. all right good yes. or good. I, guess, I don't know if you technically own them or if you just rent them for periods of time since you have to like pay yearly to renew them okay so I guess we're just renting the domain name whatever go to it it will have links to all of our social media pages, and also it'll have a link to give a one-time donation if you want to throw a couple of dollars our way to help us pay off the cost of some of this equipment and to keep trying to do more fun stuff for you guys. Buy us a beer, buy us two beers, or 
become a Patreon subscriber and get access to some maybe fun, maybe not fun content. Who knows? Yeah. The choice is yours. Uh, all those links are at truthbeerpod.com. But other than that, I got nothing else. All right. All right. Well, if that's it, then that's it. That is it. So, Marco, what uh, what are you going to be doing next Tuesday? So, this week I'm going to listen to all the Cincinnati-based craft beer podcasts that might get together here. That's the plan so far. So far, so Here good. at Summit Park, uh, Higher Gravity, and we're going to recap those for you. Sounds great. I'll be here with you. Cheers. Cheers, man. No.